Take me down to Paradise City where the shat is fat and the trek is shitty. <laughs> okay, nice. Mm. I'm so proud of that. This is the science fiction rating system podcast. You've done another couple of lines. Yeah, well, I wasn't that into it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll, just loop, I'll just loop that a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. The podcast that aims to rank every science fiction film from one to infinity. My name's Sam Draper, uh, songsmith, and I'm joined by Chris Redding. Mm-hmm. Hello. And Alex Humphrey. Hey there. More Trek. How is everyone today? Let's Good. go climb a yeah. rock. <laughs> Whatever it is. Uh, we're a bit like uh, we're a bit like Spock, McCoy, and uh, Shatner, aren't we? Aren't we? Who who uh, would you be? Who you, who? No, you've got to choose somebody else's. Oh, who would be who? This won't work, will it? Because uh, we'll run out of people. Who's the logical one out of the three of us? Because that's Spock, isn't it? I think Chris is Spock because he likes all the like getting stuff technically right. Okay. I'm. Are you McCoy? Because you're older than us. Thanks. <laughs> Don't be Shatner. I'm all right. To be word. honest, I'm all right with McCoy. I didn't want to be Kirk. <laughs> and, I, and I'm Kirk, so I'm a bit of a twat. Oh, God damn it, Jim. <laughs> no, I'm all right with that, actually. Yeah, that's yeah. okay. I'm all right with that. Yeah. I mean, really, no one comes out of it ahead, do they? Because they're all, the three mm. of them are prats, aren't they? By this film. Not in this film, he's not. Not in this film, he's not. So, anyway, this week. I think he's we just are... keeping his head down in this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this week, we're taking our fifth trip to the Star Trek universe. Um, yeah. For Star Trek V, The Final <laughs> Frontier. Um, so, our history with Star Trek, we watched Motion Picture. Mm. Motion kind of alright about that. We're really into all right. it. Second Star one. Trek 2. Loved Good. it. Amazing. Excellent. Brilliant. 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 Three. Incredible. Three. Uh, not bad. I thought mm. it was all right. Wonky. Four. Four. Yeah. Really good. Not as good as memory, but wonky. good. wonky. Yeah. Really good. So now we get to five. Five. We have to do them in order. It, we yeah. set this rule out early on, didn't we? And yeah. Yeah. We are I mean, it makes, it makes sense with a series that is so kind of, especially yeah. these early ones, they all carry on from each other in a way. Although, yeah, true. Yeah. Although in some ways they don't. Um... So we're co-hosting it, aren't we, Chris? Actually, yeah, so yeah. Do, do, well, the, well, the three fi- you've got to remember on this one is the three films before it had like a proper arc going across them, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. So this one, they had a completely blank slate. They could do anything they wanted, and this is the shit they came. Up with. <laughs> well, well, what they wanted to do, do you know what they wanted to do? Um, no. So how how it started basically is. Um, as we know from Voyage Home, the only re- the only way that Shatner agreed to be directed by Nimoy was if he could direct five. So five mm. had to happen regardless. Yeah. Okay. Um, and his basically meeting God is, it, from what I can tell, is all that Shatner really brought to this film. That's his idea: is that they go and meet God. Um, mm. But his original his spec for this apparently was a lot darker. Ooh. It was uh, the rest of the crew going against him though, like and betraying Kirk. Yeah. Like, Ooh. And obviously they all kicked off about that, so that never got went well, anywhere. Well, I mean, yeah, a lot. Of, I mean, it got kicked off in a lot of ways. They, they wanted humour and things like that, but he wanted a very sombre, serious film where, yeah, it was Kirk on his own, being the hero. No surprise there, and none of the jokes from four, and a lot of a darker thing. It's funny because uh, they all hate him, so you think they'd like to be in a film where they all hate him. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not. It's Paramount really made the decisions mm. here. It's not the crew that got to moan about it. Basically, they didn't want that. And so they brought in Harve Bennett, Herve Bennett, is that his name? I can't really say it now. Hmm. Who is oh, the guy yeah. who um, mm. produced two, three, and four yeah. and like sort of built this sort of era of Trek uh, to try and pass out of, get, like, get a proper story out of this, really. And 
I mean, you failed. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't we don't often like say up front, but I think it's fair to say here that all of us weren't into Star Trek Five, were we? No, no. I knew this was a steaming one uh, compared to the others. Um, yeah. Well, Chris, yeah. was it as good? As bad was it as bad as you remember? Was it worse or better or what was? Your... I'm, I'm fully aware of this movie, so it was as bad as I see it enough to... expected. Yeah, I knew all well the bad points. I was really just watching it again, just so I could just write down what all the bad. <laughs> things were. Yeah, okay. Um, Alex, when did you last see Star Trek Five? It was a long, long time ago, and I kind of didn't remember much about it. But in yeah. a way, I think it was made worse because we are watching them in order, and to me. This was basically like all the worst bits of all the other films were put into this <laughs> yeah. film. It's like instead of the best bits, it's like the worst bits of all. It kind of had the tedium and kind of grandiose navel gazing of motion picture. It had the kind of stupid, annoying, like wacky one liners, um, kind of action for old people, like. Action you know I mean? for old people. We'll, we'll get to the old people bit of this, definitely. Yeah, yeah. it was bad. <laughs> and it, it was um, almost, in a way, it made me appreciate uh, the whale one more because I didn't like... That's, that's Which one's that? Four. Four, four. yeah. Four. Because mm. I didn't like four, and a bit of me was like, oh, why am I watching this? They're on Earth. It's really annoying. I don't watch Star Trek for them to be on Earth. But now, all that wackiness <laughs> is on the ship, and I'm like, you're ruining this even... It's better that they were on Earth, because at least you weren't ruining, yeah. like, the Federation yeah. and yeah. the ship yeah. and all I the, mean, everything. Yeah. The linchpin of this film being wrong for me is that basically the entire crew should be court-martialed and not doing any anything, because... They're, they're, none of this makes any sense. It's it? insanity. No. It's beyond yeah. insanity. The I don't know what is going on on that ship. <laughs> so, like, so what we'll do? Let's let's, let's go, go for the, the plot top. in order. And so I'll go for the plot. Chris, you got your note of you got your list of things that are yes, wrong. Uh, feel free to pipe up. So okay. we start on Nimbus three, um, yeah. which doesn't look much like a starship Bing. planet to me. Oh, you've a got horse. one already. Right, okay. <laughs> a horse, <laughs> it's a horse with a horn attached to its head. <laughs> Yes, uh, we meet Cybok, who um, yeah, who's he's got his horn horse, and um, you know what that is because Shatner's a horse, horse fancier, isn't he? There's he a lot horses of horses in everything. There's a lot of horses yeah. in this film. There is a lot there? of horses in this. Also, because you know, he rents uh, the horses, horses to the production, his own horses, oh, and he oh earns God. money off it. What a surprise! Um, Shatner also, before we go any further, claims that um, he got up at five o'clock every morning while making his film and, and worked out for a couple of hours, which makes you wonder what on earth state was he in if that wasn't happening. No, anyway, yeah. we're not, we're not with Shatney yet. We're on, on Nimbus three with Cybok. Um, who, Does you know, it like if you're working out during the shoot, that's too late. You should have been doing it <laughs> before. Yeah. Before. Um, yeah. So he's kind of the antagonist, but he's not really in the end, is he? He's just a kind of boring character. Just um, a bloke, yeah. We don't know who he is yet. Yeah, a bloke with Vulcan ears, basically, who's got this power to take the pain from people. Um, so going for an Obi Wan Kenobi sort of feel. <laughs> totally. Doesn't it? The whole thing not feel like Star Trek in this first scene. No. It was very. Mm. No, it's really odd beginning. It looks like a western, like a rubbish western at this point. Yeah, mm. and I wonder if this is this is the look of the film that Shatner was trying to make. Yeah. Although, I mean, the thing is about all this, I don't believe a word he says, Shatner, basically. You know. Yeah. You think I, he said it after the fact, basically. Totally. He's full of shit. Yeah. You know, he's got one agenda, and that's making Shatner look good, isn't it? That is his one true. That's true. mission in life. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, this is a little teaser and a little sting. Basically, there's a guy out there who takes pain from people. Doesn't seem so bad to me. 
uh, what's the problem? <laughs> Doesn't seem like a bad guy. <laughs> it's a stupid opening. Um, but let's get back to this. The, the crew. I know, but so, it's, a, it's a very stupid opening because you forgot the one thing. They reveal that? his Vulcan, Vulcan ears, and then he just does a big laugh, like. <laughs> Oh, yeah, for ages. And you're, yeah. If you've ever watched any Star Trek, you'd be like, well, that yeah. doesn't make any sense because Vulcans don't laugh like that because yeah. they don't have emotion. So you're already just like, what is this? Am I even watching Star Trek? It doesn't make yeah. any sense. Well, they do have emotion, they're just suppressing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. He's gone okay. wild. Um, so I think probably this next scene is the most iconic bit of this film. Do you think uh, Climbing the Mountain? It's the what, bit the, I always remember the from the this six film. minute credit uh, <laughs> title sequence with. Oh, no, I've, no, I'd, sorry, I've Climbing that. the Mountain. Is that looking, over the titles, is it? Climbing looking around, macho, it? climbing over fake rocks, clearly like uh, fiberglass. But it's not him, is it? A lot of it is just isn't. No, it's not him. It's not him close enough for until he is on. He is literally like just lying on some fiberglass, <laughs> yeah. and it's obviously him. Yeah. <laughs> They've like constructed the rock in the way that his gut yeah. can be like some yeah, sort yeah, of like yeah. flotation. Yeah. He's actually just on a the... stepladder, just out of shot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so this is how we get reintroduced to the crew. Um, so, what d- at this point, or mm-hmm. they don't really explain what's going on, do they? They're on shore leave, aren't they? Yeah, I, I been... could have. I could have accepted that they were they were on shore leave, just going camping. And he's been demoted, hasn't he? Yeah, he got demoted. There. Yeah, that's the end of he's the last cap- film. Is he's it? a captain again now? Yeah. 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 And they, the last so... film ended with them taking the new ship out for a run. And yes. it was all sparkly and spangly, and it was all working. Yeah. Yeah. So Enterprise is in orbit. They're down here, and they've all split off to go on holiday. Bones, mm. Spock, and Kirk have gone on holiday together. Mm. And so we get, like... I mean, basically... <laughs> ski boots. We get ski boots. <laughs> we get uh, we get a campfire scene. Where Terrible effects, uh, so that, that falling sequence as well it's when when spot flips over like that when he yeah. dies yep. it just yep. looks so it's awful. just it's really very fake. superman it, 4 isn't it terrible yeah. attention to detail terrible effects yeah, yeah. uh this film cost 33 million dollars to make so it's not what well, not a cheap film no um for the time uh yeah so they're, they're really selling trying to sell this idea that spot kirk and bones are like you know they've been through a lot they, they literally can't spend any time apart they've gone on holiday together yeah. Um, yeah, so my question to you... Oh, sorry, Chekhov has gone off with Sulu. Oh, yeah, Chekhov, Chekhov and Sulu are just treated like a pair of joke-complete clowns. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Scott is on the ship, her is on the ship. We'll get to her. Uh, <laughs> the problem there. Which holiday would you rather be on, Alex? Where would you rather be right now? I'd be with... with- Sulu and Chekhov probably. You think, yeah. Lost yeah, they're the more woods. fun, aren't they? I mean, they're more of a. I think they're more normal, at least. A bit, I think you'd have better conversation. Yeah, you wouldn't like to be singing row, 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 row the boat with. Oh uh... my god, no, no, no. So this Actually, scene, I'd rather be on the ship. <laughs> yeah, repairing just the ship. In the corner. I think Shatner's got a thing about like the great outdoors and horse riding and all that mm. stuff, and he tries to like put it down other people's throats. Yeah, like, yeah. I, is it? Nimoy said that he was trying to teach him how to ride a horse, even though Leonard Nimoy <laughs> was riding horses for much longer than he had because he used to do like play Indians in cowboy, yeah, in the cowboy films. films, yeah. Um, yeah, this this it, it basically all culminates in this fireside scene, doesn't it? Yeah. But what that fucking do, marshmallow dispenser? They they yeah. made that and marshmallow. Sold that. You could buy that marshmallow. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, what is the this scene though? 
Like, what is the tone of it that they're going for? Is it meant to be funny that they don't know the words? I think they're going for, it? like, the room. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> did you do you read did you read all the stuff about why cuz he cuz Spock says marshmallows as you pointed out. Yeah. Uh, did you read about why he says marshmallows? No. So because obviously that's Spock never makes mistakes so why has he made a mistake about what right. marshmallows are called, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the novelization shows that McCoy knowing Spock would want to study what the ship had in the library computer about camping. Change the change the put, yeah, paid a tech to change all references in the Enterprise computer about marshmallows to marshmallows. So that- I'm surprised that is not in the film. That's the kind of shit you could imagine. I bet they filmed that. I bet that exists somewhere. Like, but that means he's changed like it forever, though. Yeah. And I'm not saying well, again, this is you know, it's not that important. But... but this is more proof of the fact that these people should not be in a position of power. They're, they're incompetent <laughs> and, like, basically <laughs> taking the piss out of the Federation, aren't they? They're just... They're... They're so so incompetent, but also yeah. you can see like the incompetence of the directing as well because there's loads of like little half crappy ideas and jokes which mm. has obviously happened on the day, and Shatner's gone. Yeah, that's great. We'll go with that. We'll do that. Yeah, there's, like, there's like a real no. improv feel about that scene, isn't there? That yeah. doesn't work because yeah. he's not improving against anybody, and he can't improv because he's just shit. Yeah, uh, it's such an awkward. You I watch think the top the of that scene. scene it's just like the room because he starts. McCoy starts right, actually, with like yeah. the the big yeah. triangle going, "Come and get it." Yeah, and then yeah. and then <laughs> Shatner just comes into frame. He goes, "Bones, we're all here." <laughs> and when he got the, the song, he's like, like, "Oh, so do, you know old, do you know any classic songs? Uh, what's the oh, row, row, row the boat?" Uh, I really oh. love that song. Let's sing the song. And also, why does he assume that? that Spock would understand how a round works when like mm. row, row the boat at that point would be absolutely historic yeah. and he's from another fucking planet yeah you know <laughs> yeah. are they the teaching only... out the academy how to sing row, row the fucking boat <laughs> yeah the only good joke is when Bones says I liked him better before he died um, about yeah, Spock yeah that's alright yeah. that's quite a good joke but you know yeah, yeah there no, was better jokes than terrible. that in the last film though yeah Along somehow somehow it makes you realise yes Yes. The last film had much better jokes in it. <laughs> so, before we catch up the rest of the crew, we see a little shot of the Klingons. Oh, no, we see no, we go to the planet, don't we? So, a Klingon, a Romulan, and a human walk into a yeah, bar. A Romulan, a woman that doesn't look like a Romulan. <laughs> what's, what's the punchline of that joke? A Klingon, a Romulan, and a human walk into a bar. I don't know. <laughs> no, nor me. I think the punchline is, shoot yourself in the head, this film is terrible. <laughs> That's the punchline of that joke. Um, so they've all been drawn to this planet of peace, the Paradise City, yeah. which looks like Moss Eisley after like a, st- a tornado's gone through it. You can understand like the, what the idea was. It's kind of been. It's supposed to be like some sort of like you know that like village on the border of North Korea and South Korea type scenario. Yeah, but wh- you know, but why like, doesn't it look a bit nicer if it's that important and meant to be that? Because it like... actually isn't important. It's just like a, a diplomatic gesture. Right. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, so they're all there to uh, what they're doing? Peace talks? What, why are they? No, they're they there literally there just because it's 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 an equally managed planet by them. Right, so they just hang out there. Yeah, yeah. And then Cybot yeah. rolls up, holds them hostage. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. like you're saying about how much the film cost. Yeah. I read that William Shatner in an interview on E Entertainment Television said David Warner's character was going to have a prop that consisted of a self-lighting cigarette. According to Shatner, they simply forgot to use it in one of the scenes, even though the prop actually worked and cost thousands of dollars. 
<laughs> what a brilliant like so they've made it they yeah. designed it and they just didn't yeah. use it uh, oh yeah. it, uh, too They're late too now. busy sticking a fucking horn on a horse yeah continuity <laughs> can't have a cigarette now sorry yeah, yeah. It, yeah it, I mean it's all still very low stakes and boring isn't it and it just looks awful doesn't it it looks the whole like you know the the siege of that was just the energy of it and the action of it is just so half-arsed and, I mean, yeah. and also, like all these any action shot, you can tell that Shatner's not a director because he just sticks the camera there, doesn't he? And yeah, well, actually, when, when we see the Klingon, the Klingons, yeah, and they blow up like Voyager Two or whatever it is, they blow up yeah. the space probe. Like you can tell he's not an action director because there's like a close up of the gun of the ship going like, and then a close up of like the. Uh, what it's shooting and it actually starts screaming the sound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just really strange. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, that's a bit late, but we'll but do that so, now. Yeah. So caricatured Klingons though. Yeah. Considering that... what we know Klingons to be. Mm. I mean, yeah, this, this, that's the excuse for getting Klingons there. I mean, no, in fact, it's completely unrelated, isn't it? Them blown up with the, the, the yeah. satellite. It's something to do with the actual why they go, mm. but they get this, they intercept a distress call and head for the planet as well. So mm. all the pieces are moving into place slowly and boringly, but let's get back to earth where, um, one of the most awkward scenes in the film is on the enterprise. Scotty's fixing it. Ugh. Yeah. And, uh, Uhura or Uhuru, sorry. How do you say it? Uhuru is it? Yeah. Uhura. Uhura. Oh, isn't it? Uhura. Uhura. Yeah. Uhura. Uhura. Uhura, uh, has yeah. brought him his dinner <laughs> in like it's a meatloaf in like a ziplock bag. I think they're, um, just, they're just blown up bags. They're like, yeah, there's anything in it. Like, what is going on? And there's like this weird sexual tension before him, which yeah. has never existed before. No, it's so odd. Doesn't exist again. And it's as though the whole crew's gone except these two. Did you see the two workmen in the back, like with their feet up on the? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's literally Scotty is fixing it single-handedly. Yeah, he's the, like you he's, say, it's in a worse state than it was before. Anyway, how's it got yeah. like this? How did they get to Earth? I don't they're know. Not in, they're in they're space, not in space dock. dock. Oh, they are they're in space, space dock. dock because oh, it opens are. with them in space dock. Right, right. Okay. And she has to take a shuttlecraft down to the planet to get everyone because the transporter on the ship is broken. Well, not only that, and I go. Well, what about the two thousand transporters on space dock? Or <laughs> yeah, but but not but not only that, she has to go down because Kirk's not t- took his communicator has he yeah another blatant another like court martial offence you know he's gone off the grid he's a fucking starship captain he can't just go missing (laughs) (laughs) well the the, the thing is though you can scan a planet from orbit and find people so that's not a big issue really is it but no but your ship's docked above the planet and there's an emergency it's the the flagship of the federation yeah (laughs) they've got to get across the galaxy and he's like oh I'll just I want to go camping they use they use a shot of showing the Enterprise in space dock. At they they reuse it from the last film. Yeah, you know when they're flying to it and they realise it's their their ship because they go yeah. over the Excelsior. And yeah. then literally the next line is, "There's no other ships." <laughs> it's like <laughs> the Excelsior is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's the most painful attempt at like a getting the gang back together sort of thing, isn't it? Yeah. Like with the, the Sulu and Chekhov bit where they've gone missing. It's, oh, God. It's, it's everything like, all the science fiction is wrong. Like, he's just got everything wrong. <laughs> it just doesn't work. <laughs> like, the, oh, man, the, the, ship's, the ship's gone mental, isn't it? Why would, he doesn't, uh, yeah. You know, 
You can't, you know, there's so much wrong. I you can't, can't get anything. You're overwhelmed. <laughs> you said they're all incompetent, right? Yeah. I I looked up like uh, Kirk is supposed to be a captain. Yeah. Spock is a captain, and Scotty is also a captain. So there's three pretty high-ranking, supposed to be people on this ship. Yeah. And I'll I'll bring this back later when we carry on. When, when there's certain things that happen. Which... Well, there's things happen already, right? Yeah. They're all like massively over too old to be doing this anymore, aren't they? Mm. They are literally too old for this shit. Well, Scotty is the future. You could probably work a lot later, couldn't you? Well, no, but like, can Scotty fit in a um, what do we call them tube? What they call Jefferson? No, Jefferson, Jefferson tube, tube yeah. is it? Yeah, can he fit in one of those anymore? I don't think he can. He's he's huge. <laughs> Bones not really being a doctor anymore. He's just like I think Bones really through a lot of these films is just like Kirk's mate who just hangs yeah. around. Yeah, his... I think he's just like a parrot <laughs> on his shoulder. Yeah, <laughs> and okay, Spock's got stuff to do, but really, Spock should be elsewhere doing stuff, shouldn't he? Not mm. just hanging around here. The whole yeah. lot of them are just wasting everyone's time. And also in canon, you know, the ship isn't supposed to be brand new, right? Mm. That ship is just a renamed another another ship. Yeah, that's why it was ready straight away in canon. Yes. Yeah, right, okay. Anyway. Because obviously it's the last one was an old design and, and they blew it up. And yeah. this one is the exact exact same ship, but with an A uh, written on it. I mean, it, it is, it's just lazy writing. The Enterprise being broken is basically just a plot device, isn't it? To yeah, get it's them terrible. out of any They've just corner gone they're stuck in. I did have a theory here. Because yeah. this, this is when Starfleet call, don't they? And they say, mm. there's terrorists that take a Nimbus... And yeah. like, yeah, like Chris said, you're the only ship around. Well, actually, he says there are other ships, but no other captain. Yeah, there's, captains. there's other ships, but no one's as good as you, yeah. Kirk. But we yeah. don't want conflict, he yeah. says, doesn't yeah. he? But yeah. he's still yeah. sending Shatner. And also yeah. like, oh, we don't have transporters, <laughs> yeah. which would be the way that you'd solve the problem straight away. Oh, doesn't yeah, matter, yeah. go. I wonder if actually yeah. that, that Federation commander wants them all to die. Actually, if you think yeah. of it from that perspective, that there's this commander and he's they're like just trying no, to get rid of them because they're, they're trying to get rid like of them. This. They know the ship's broken. They know everyone's fucking incompetent. Yeah. The rest of the people in that ship are expendable. Yeah. This is yeah, a really like, they, high level. They know that it's Cybok yeah. as well. Yeah, they yeah, should have got so busted. Far out they the way, got isn't busted it? in the last film, yeah. but they all got if let you, off. Yeah, yeah. If it's like the edge of the galaxy. No one knows it happens, don't they? No, what happens to them? Oh, yeah. Kirk no, just right. went out there. He's a rogue. He just went out there. Oh, we didn't know it was Cybok, Spock's brother. Oh, that's why Spock was useless. I think maybe if you see it from that perspective, it makes it kind of a better film. But definitely, only a little bit. But. It's kind of the only answer because why would you not send any other ship? Like yeah, it's so totally. stupid why they send yeah. the Enterprise. But anyway, well, when he, yeah. you know, when he's there on his do, trying to do his captain's log. <laughs> yeah. So the ship being busted. What? How does it affect this device here? <laughs> I don't. It's, it's tape recorder. I just yeah. doesn't understand. No. Oh. I like. I like the bit as well when he does his little speech and he says, "I wrote it down." He says, "I'm afraid the ship has problems." will have to yeah. be solved en route. Since we're all undermanned, I expect each one of you to give his best. End of speech. Do you think he yeah. just read, like, the stage direction? <laughs> yeah. No, I think uh, he was just like... Clearly stage left. <laughs> he was like, this film script doesn't make any sense. Can I just put a little bit in here where I'll just explain where the plot is? And I'll just throw it away in character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, the ship's broken and they head off to Nimbus 3. Uh, they get there... And it's funny how like red alert lights don't work right, but it can give an order and they go immediately to warp. <laughs> yeah, You're like, got the... if the ship was that knackered, would you like start the nuclear reaction? 
in, <laughs> yeah. in the engine. It's the most dangerous part of the whole ship, isn't it, really? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> the, the shields aren't working either, is that right? Or the, they, but they... the fucking lift doors don't work. No. Yet they're going into <laughs> battle. With... Yeah. At least the, uh, the, the the prison works. We'll get to that later. Uh, so they get to the planet and they want to get in and uh, neutralise Cybok. Oh, and, oh, I mean, if is... you could pick one Star Trek character to do a sexy oh, dance. This is probably <laughs> the one of the... This is the point, because at this point, I think it's almost... See, this is what I mean. Like It's like they were like, oh, we've ruined, you know, we've ruined Spock, we've ruined Kirk, we've ruined McCoy. Oh, who haven't we ruined yet? Oh, let's just ruin Uhura. Let's just absolutely yeah. Yeah. ruin this character. So, it's so For those awful. at home, if you've not watched this film, oh, I don't blame you. so awful, um, They need to get in, they need to get in behind enemy, enemy lines, and so they decide that the only way to get through is to distract the guards. Mm. So Uhura uh, goes to the top of a mound of dirt, and gets a couple of fans out and does a little dance, naked, which, naked dance, a naked dance, sings which a song. is uh, which is incredibly alluring, and everyone it, gets distracted by it. Even though um, there are strippers, three, yeah, yeah, there's a room of strippers in, in, the, in the group, yeah, where they are working, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, um, but they don't have as good a lighting as she, yeah, they are fans, maybe I don't know. She had oh, like a God. moon behind her, yeah, she did. Oh, it's so awful that bit. Oh, yeah. I mean. I like how just, the admiral told him not to start a war, and the first thing they do <laughs> is just fill a shieldcraft full of soldiers. <laughs> well, the is clearly not paying attention to that the whole way through, has he? Like, he's not bothered about... He's not listening to that don't start a war. But later on, when Spock doesn't kill that guy, he's just like, shoot him! And he's not really doing anything wrong, has he? He doesn't kidnap a few people. Anyway, I don't know. He, has, he is He's take, trying to take control of... A warship, and oh, you would suppose. shoot him. <laughs> and I suppose, Spock yeah. is a captain, and he should have shot him. And yeah. they're all incompetent. And then right at the end of that scene, it's shown that Scotty has been watching the whole fucking thing through the uh, control room window. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that whole scene, he's been watching that and hasn't yeah, raised well, the alarm. Hasn't. Well, like, let's we've hasn't, a bit. <laughs> Yeah, we're still naked at this point. Oh yeah, yeah sorry, let's, let's go back. Sorry, we don't. Yeah. We're going to don't skip the two moon Uhura dance, do we? Um, oh, God, sorry. So yeah, I'm sure that adorned many um, students' walls, mm. didn't it, back in the eighties? <laughs> Can you think of any less sexy <sighs> any scene, any film like that, that is in? Because that's not meant even that. to be. It's just like beyond sexism, isn't it? It's like <sighs> fucking terrible. It's yeah. just embarrassing. But it's it's, it's filmed like it's meant look. to be. Like you know the the. You know, in the old Star Trek series, there'd be a girl dancing or something like that. Mm. And it's not a knowing take on her being like a bit old and stuff, is it? It's just, they're just no. trying to recreate that, aren't they? That yeah. like soft purple light. It's like yeah, a fucking yeah. Fleetwood Mac video. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's move on, shall we? Yeah, so that's awful. They get in and, um, I mean, this, I can't do it. The Chekhov is the pretend captain because this is a great plan. <laughs> and so they don't know Kirk's the captain and the dance happens. And they're the most famous ship in the galaxy. Yeah, the guy's never heard of him. He's not heard of Kirk either, has he? He doesn't know who Kirk is, does he? Well, um, I don't know. If his half-brother was Spock, you think you'd have heard of James T. Kirk, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> so they basically they all get entwined. It's a bit of a mess, isn't it, really? Well, like they, they kind of... They have a big fight. Kirk fights the three-boobed Catwoman. And yes. They fake. Pl- they and I, the worst I was, boobs. Well, and I was at the time thinking, why are there samples of James Brown? 
for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. It, and then I read they actually are. It's not even just they are. They just use I thought samples. it was that jukebox thing. There wasn't yeah. it behind her. Why yeah. would you use that as the sound? Some, it's the so odd. There, all this, all these um, scenes have got terrible, like looped foley, haven't they? From yeah. The background of its noises, like it goes like. So he just walks into the bar, gets beat up by this woman, just throws her in a pond, doesn't he? And then yeah, yeah. Oh, it's no, that's the snooker table. It's like a snooker table come pun. <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's definitely going for a Moss Eisley effect and mm. has failed terribly. Did you well, know I'm... that woman, the application of her makeup took six hours and she was approximately on screen for 53 seconds? <laughs> Who, the cat woman? <laughs> the cat woman, yeah. She's it called, a, well. she's called like a felanoid, a felanoid, felanoid <laughs> exotic dancer. That's what the word is for her. Yeah, fucking hell. Right. Oh, she's all. Oh, yeah. It's so awful. It's such an awful fight. It's um, so lame. Keeping up with the keeping up with the uh, the list of violations of Star Trek code here. He's taking his like three most senior officers down to the planet. <laughs> they always do that in Star Trek. That's you got got to let that slide. They always take the the bridge. They take the bridge officers <laughs> into yeah. the direct thinking, line uh, of fire. And normally, when they go down to a planet, the ship's also in danger with a, another ship. And yeah. so now the bridge is being manned by Muppets. Next Gen don't do that, though. <laughs> they do. No, they don't. No, they don't. They'll always leave Riker or, pa- or Kirk, uh, Picard up there. Oh, I guess so, yeah. Yeah. Um, just a little aside, have you heard their uh, thing about making a Picard series? Ooh. With who? Is with it, him? Though, with, with, with Picard in it. Ooh, okay. Like a limited series of... What, just, uh, what, just on a vineyard, making wine? I, I guess, yeah. I don't <laughs> know, <what it> great. <laughs> yeah Chateau great. Picard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, back at the academy, right? yeah. Yeah, it just, it just turns into. Uh, That'd be amazing. It's just yeah. a wine program. But it's, it's like it's, it's like the trip wine but, program. Yeah, yeah. He just he just like telling stories to like his, his son or something on the, on the vineyard. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> anyway, let's not, not worry about good trick. It's back to bad trick. Uh, so they're all captured, aren't they? And yeah. it's all getting a bit bad. And uh, Kirk decides to initiate emergency docking plan B. Oh God. Cyborg, Cyborg wants to steal the starship. We've missed that. Yeah. That's what Sorry, that's yes, all he, he wanted. Wanted, really, Yes, that's his it? plan. So is to get there's out no there with systems in place for someone to literally get in a shuttlecraft, fly to a starship and take it over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, how many is the crew of the Enterprise, just generally? I don't know. It should be hundreds, but I guess they've got a, a smaller crew, right? But it's um, still more than how many does Cyborg have with him? Four. It's more than them Muppets with their fucking, like, makeup guns. Yeah. <laughs> so why aren't they just docking and then everyone just stands there with a gun? Well, this is saying... it. This is what I'm saying. Scotty was watching the whole fucking thing through the <laughs> control room window. My The only thing I could have thought of is maybe they took, like, all the men who could fight down to the planet with them <laughs> to attack, and they left yeah. them there. <clears throat> But also, all, that's, right. all that's walking around now on the ship are just like useless <laughs> just idiots. But also, if if this guy's master plan to get a warship and go off is so terrible, right? Mm. And he can't do it without them, and he's got a few hostages. Why don't mm. they just like call his bluff and just wait for somebody else to turn up? Yeah, you know, yeah. like he can't get anywhere. There's no other way off. He's stuck. So kind of he's got to play by their rules, otherwise he never leaves. So they just say, okay, we'll get you a ship. Just wait a bit. Not go <laughs> Why- to. Uh, Docking plan B. And why doesn't Cybok do his mind control gig mm, straight on away. Shatner At this point, as soon as he yeah. fucking yeah. meets him? No, because yeah. he's so done it on everyone else. Then there he? would be no movie. 
No, yeah, he's done it right. on everyone else. Everyone else, like yeah. Because you think because yeah. if anyone's um, got ambassadors, like, yeah. If anyone's got pain and bubbling underneath his, you know, veneer, yeah. it'd be Kirk. Kirk, you'd think, yeah. Um, and the Klingons here, aren't they? This, this is why it's all complicated, because the Klingons have turned up. Uh, I mean, they're after Kirk, aren't they? I mean, is that what I mean to think? They're trying yeah. to get Kirk. Just... Well, well, the one I watched didn't have subtitles on the Klingon stuff. Did yours? No, yeah. mine didn't either. Oh, I did, yeah. Oh. They what basically... Do they, what do they say? <laughs> so they... <laughs> So after that bit where they see the probe, they're basically like moaning about. I had to get my Klingon dictionary out and actually manually. (laughs) No, they're moaning about the probe and they just really hate humans and stuff. And so they get here, and um, yeah, they're kind of just hot. They know Kirk. They intercept the the the, the, um, communications between the ship and the ground, and they know Kirk's there. And they're just hot for Kirk. Basically, they want. Yeah, he just wants. He he just wants to have a rook with Kirk because he must be legendary in the Klingon Empire. So that's that's why they're hanging around. But I mean, they're really there because it's a nice excuse for why they can't do things easily because the. Mm. They might attack and all this sort of stuff. And I like that, like periscope thing. It goes on the seat. Yeah, (laughs) that's the only good thing from this film. Um, yeah, but anyway. It's just so it's so convoluted and boring, yeah. isn't it? Like all the these, action, like... the flying stuff, the whole like <laughs> it's just dull crashing into the. F- it's just crap. It's yeah. got no like energy to it. No, it's like reading bullet points, isn't it? On a plot synopsis. Yeah. Anyway, um, so he gets off the planet eventually. Cybot gets the Enterprise. His mind controlled everybody pretty much at this point, mm-hmm. um, except the principal three characters. <laughs> Except um, the only person you need to do it. Yeah, for your the, one, plan the, one, to... the one you should have started with. He, he's, he's gone for the uh, less tried bottom-up approach of command. He started with the lowest. Yeah. And he's gradually working through, getting up to the captain. <laughs> like, to convince him that yeah. oh, the rest of the crew's gone Because what it, you would so. do is you just... If you just talk the captain into it, then you've got all the access They all follow the order. Yeah, you? totally. Yeah. It doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> oh, because God. really, as soon as they step foot on the Enterprise... Uh, Kirk should just be able to like go use his access codes to just lock the whole fucking thing down, shouldn't he? Mm. You think? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or just fly the wrong way in space. That guy's not going to know, is he? No, he isn't. Or have some and... secret word that means lock down the hangar bay and just leave. No, us he's in got there. that emergency docking plan B. Yeah, but then everyone gets out of the shit. Oh, it's just so dumb, isn't it? Though. Oh God. What does B mean? Yeah. Barricade. Where you think, you think that he's passed on some information to them there, but really yeah. he hasn't. No, he's got no idea because they're incompetent. Because they're all incompetent, even though yeah. they're, they're the highest ranked. Yeah. So they're in jail. Now, we get another awful skit scene here with Spock, oh. and which kind of culminates in this whole thing about Spock having created this perfect jail cell, which is completely impenetrable. <laughs> which, which, you know... I. It's one thing to write that, but then to have Scotty basically like just like belly bash his way through the wall yeah. to break them out. <laughs> do you notice when he sits down on the toilet and there's that sign that says "Do not use in space dock"? Yeah, <laughs> isn't the whole scene he's on the loo, isn't he? Shatley, well, this yeah, whole yeah. like thing. I mean, um, that is another. That's just an example of a naff joke. So, is it before this they've been brainwashed, or is it after the? You ever, it is, isn't it? You forgot to say that it turns out that Cyborg is Spock's brother. Oh yeah, I forgot that was yeah, not known, yeah, yeah. is it? Yeah, so yeah. Oh, that awkward shoot exchange. Him. Yeah, I sorry, actually right. think the energy of that shoot him is good. Mm. You know mm. where he tells him to shoot it because, but I just don't understand why Spock doesn't sort him out or wound but, him. Why don't you shoot yeah. him in the foot? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just do anything. Yeah, just shoot yeah. him in the bollocks. Yeah, just stun him. Yeah, yeah, just stun him. Yeah, anything. Um, 
And it should be, that, uh, you still should be able to get nowhere if the fucking captain and first officer is in the fucking brig. <laughs> also, right, you don't you don't really buy that anyway. It's, it's Spock's brother. And then there's a whole like scene with McCoy explaining how stupid it is that nobody has ever heard about this brother, isn't he? He's like, yeah, yeah. so you're telling me you've got this brother you've mm. never, ever mentioned. Like, yeah, no, that is mm. fucking stupid, isn't it? It, it isn't. Yeah. It's a it stupid is, yeah. plot point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh god, it's just it's awful. Well, I guess the plot of discovery is is the same, isn't it? Because she's a sister, which we've never heard of. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's they pretty much did it in Discovery. Yeah, mm. they just made up a character and related. And they never to mentioned Cybok in the, in, the, in, no. in Discovery either. <laughs> Sarek was a horny dog, basically. Mm. Oh yeah, or a horny, a horny horse, maybe. Well, he was a um, diplomat. True. So it's before the breakout, isn't it, that we get the uh, flashback scenes? Is that right? We get the um... no, they they break out. Hold on. Is that later? Oh, they get caught again, don't they? Yes, they break out. So, yeah, so the breakout. Oh, no, there's another stupid jet boots scene. Yeah, so before that, before the breakout. Oh, and also, there's the Morse code bit. Do you remember the Morse code bit? Yeah, the Morse. Oh, God. So, the way Scotty tells them to get back from this impenetrable jail cell, which he's Mm. managed to break through, is Morse code. And they read how to stand back in Morse code, don't they? And anyone with an IQ above 40. (laughs) <laughs> by the time you get to the A of stand back knows it's yeah, but, stand back but also yeah. Morse code is defunct now they don't use Morse code <laughs> yeah. now and the, it starts tapping away and then Kirk goes I'm a little bit rusty uh, N D <laughs> yeah. end of word B yeah. A <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's so oh god and then it gets to the end, stand back, and they all like look at each other like, oh, what's that mean? And then they yeah. stand back. It's just It'd be funny if like the wall exploded and then they flew back and then hit them lit up like bars and just died. All <laughs> <laughs> vaporized. Yeah. Scott is there like shit. Yeah. Yeah. Wrong wall. Yeah. <laughs> I quite like them bars though, you know, them like fluorescent tubes which are on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. But, um yeah. So this is like sort of it's, end of act two, let's say. It's also Alec. no, but hold on. Just before oh, yeah. Sarbuck gives his speech over the tannoy, and it just yes. shows like the crew just wandering around in the corridors, <laughs> just like <laughs> listening to it. Just like, well, I'm just doing my, normal my job. I'm just doing my normal job. But my yeah. my job is to press this button, and <laughs> yeah. I do not care. <laughs> Got to fix that replicator. Yeah. Don't know what's yeah. going outside. And <laughs> the premise is they're going to the center of the galaxy. Yeah. Which is... Alex, what were you going to say? Oh, no, I was just going to say that on. the same way they ruin Uhura, the bit where yeah. Scotty smacks his head on the beam is pretty much <laughs> ruining that character. Because it's comedy gold, though, isn't it? It's a funny yeah. joke, but it's like literally... <laughs> it's literally the opposite of what that... If the one thing that... He's like, oh, I know this ship. Like, it's the one thing he <laughs> yeah. shouldn't do. It's just more fucking proof that they shouldn't be on this ship. No. Why is your chief of engineering knocking himself out on a beam? Should... It's the one thing he shouldn't do. Like any other yeah, show. totally. So you've just ruined that character as well. Like you've now put a nail in. Like, that can you imagine if you're character. second in command to Scotty? Like apparently Scotty's got no staff. But say you work for Scotty, your <laughs> boss has just knocked himself out on a fucking beam that wasn't hard to see, walking down a straight corridor, <laughs> talking to himself. Why has someone not stepped in and gone? I'm relieving you of duty. I don't think you're fit to do this post anymore. These <laughs> these lot should not be in charge of weapons. Anything. The best. What the, the end of this film. The end of this film should have been that it was all a simulator and they've all basically been fired <laughs> failed. failed so badly. <laughs> yeah. They're all just yeah. so past it. They should, yeah, it was all just a, yeah, the geriatric took over yeah. the ship. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so before we get to the third act, I want to ask 
uh, Alex specifically uh, mm. at some point during this film. Obviously, you've not you're not you haven't seen these films as much as me and Chris. No. Um, how are you feeling about Star Trek at this point? Of, uh, this uh, just at this so point low. in the film, just I just it, like I said, it just really <laughs> felt like they were just any character I had even a little bit of goodwill towards. <laughs> they were just trying to make me hate everyone. This just, nearly killed the whole oh, franchise, didn't it? This but you can see why it's so awful. Like they've ruined every character, including yeah. the Enterprise. Have ruined that character as well. <laughs> well exactly, <laughs> yeah. though, because like you say, the Enterprise is like all wacky and like, oh, I'm broken. All the lift doors are banged. Like even the Enterprise is a joke. Like it, it's it's so much more offensive than um, than the void than the Voyage Home because it's just like you're on the ship. There should be there should be there should be at least even if it just played out like a normal episode, it would have been. Oh no, it's mm. terrible. No, it I was low. I was low at this point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the whole premise of flying to the middle of the galaxy is would take them 40 years, 50 years. <laughs> yeah, I mean let's yeah, that that is another issue isn't it with this. Cuz also like it's very it's established a lot, isn't it, in the rest of the trek sort of knowledge about the distances and stuff like that and it how It does, yeah. How far away the quadrants are. I mean, there's a whole series made where they were going from one side to the other and it was taking them 70 years. And that's that was 200 years after this, yeah, in technology. Yeah, it's such like a just oh, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Imagine how annoying it must have been to be like into Star Trek when this came out, you know what I mean? Like, this is like seeing what they're doing to to this thing that you hold dear and stuff like that. Because this is what year is this? Is this is um uh uh oh eighty eighty nine eighty nine yeah so next generation is in its third year at this point. But this is the thing with this sort of stuff, you've got to like do it right because it, everything hangs off it. Like yeah, that's what I mean. Like next generation has started and it's got over its like bumpy bit and it's getting mm. good. Mm. So you've and that is establishing a proper, you know, a proper universe beyond this. Yeah, you wouldn't believe they could make they could be allowed to do something so. Terrible, you know, off message in a way. You know what I mean? Like it's it so is. It's completely <laughs> off message. Uh, yeah. The Romulans look don't look like the Romulan woman doesn't look like a Romulan, like no. compared to what they do in Next Generation. And to be honest, I think that's what that's what Six does well, isn't it? It manages to sort of tie it more into the universe of Next yeah, Gen in a way. Is proper on message. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll get to that next time. Yeah, do, you, anyway. do you want to break and have my boss's questions? Yes. Oh, yes, yes, sounds good. Okay, yeah. well, yeah. like I say, he did them very quickly, so I don't know if you're going to, you know, how do you want to answer them? One one each, or...? Um, we'll or take just... it to go first, shall we? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, so we'll go with Chris. I'll aim this one at Chris. Which actor was was first asked to play the role of Cyborg? Sean Connery. Oh, very good. That's one to Chris. Okay. You ready, Sam? I'm ready. But okay. he was doing Indiana Jones. Uh, so at ILM. <laughs> <laughs> Star Trek V is one of the few times a Star Trek film contained product placement, but which product? Oh, I don't know that, actually. Um, is it Nike? Is his shoes Nike? No. Chris, can you steal? Is it the marshmallow machine? <laughs> <laughs> no, Levi jeans, which they were in the beginning of the film. Levi got a credit for them. Oh, God. Okay. What? Yeah, Levi's. How weird is that? Um, okay. Well, Kirk's wearing Levi's. Yeah, I guess they're all wearing Levi's on their, yeah. when they're off off planet. What we'll what do, we'll do this. Shit. We'll do a back, we'll do a back, <laughs> we'll do a back and forth for this one. Okay? okay, so Chris gets the answer first. 
Perhaps one of the best choices Shatner made with Star Trek V was having Jerry Goldsmith compose the score. Which are the other Star Trek films he scored? Just say one. Can you say one? You use uh, Chris first. Chris gets uh, to six. Tr- What's the name of that one? Uh, the Undiscovered Country. No. Sam? Ninety six one. He did motion picture, didn't he? Yes. That's one to mm. Sam. Chris, can you do another one? Um... Four. What's that? No. Sam? Oh, fuck. Um, I... Uh, <laughs> the Search for Spark? No. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Do you want to go again or do you want to give up? Generations. Seven. No. Oh. <laughs> Just name Rath- films. Rath- Rath- Khan? No. They're running out. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. First Contact? Yes. First Contact's oh, another yeah. one of them. Ah, okay. There are two more, though. I like the score to First Contact. A weird, like... Um, well, that's like, like in next generation. The board music. Blah, 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 blah. There's two like more. around the Enterprise. There's two more. Two more. Nemesis. Yes. One more. Um, what's that? Insurrection, I guess. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll go back to Chris here because I think he's a little bit behind. What is what is the first Star Trek film to feature a Romulan? Probably this one. Yeah, I can say this one. It yeah. is oh, this yeah. one. Yeah. It yeah. is this one. Yeah. Bonus well, question. Mm. Uh, this is this is in this is in. I think. Uh, oh no, no, this one you might not. What was the f- bonus question for Chris? What was the first episode to feature the Romulans? Episode. Episode. What of original series? Yeah, I think it is. Fuck knows. Okay. All right. Do you want, I don't know original series. So. We're not okay. really US fans. It's Balance of Terror, but I'll give you this one. Who played? Uh, well, okay, sorry, Mark Leonard. Yeah, Sarek, isn't it? Yeah, that's, a, that's yeah. the, even I, I knew that, that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it's a draw between you two. That was the questions there, so. Okay. I'd say that was a draw. Nemesis, um, perhaps the only, only Star Trek film as bad as this one, I think. Isn't <laughs> it? Insurrection is pretty bad. It's not as bad as Nemesis. Young they Tom get a bit Hardy. hazy. They get a bit <laughs> hazy. Clone Picard. I don't know what they were doing at that point, though, them movies. Um, the... The old ski boot flying sequence up the lift shaft. <laughs> yes, back to the film. So they've, so they've escaped. Did you see yeah. how many decks the Enterprise had on that little, how many? Se- on that little sequence? 13? <laughs> well, in reality, it's probably got like 15 or something. Yeah. And then they're doing that sequence where they're just flying up and up away. And they go like 88. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps they've like it's so early on they've built the decks the wrong way. Which up is and twice going, like... the size, <laughs> twice the size of the Galaxy class ship in oh, Next God. Generation. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is like that, sca- that is like the Empire State Building. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is their escape scene. They're trying to get up the shaft to get away from yeah. old uh, mm. Cybok, mm. and they're just counting up. Even though actually they count down in a spaceship. <laughs> It, it, yeah, they've got technical manuals at this point. They should know better, shouldn't they, really? Yeah. It's just mad. I don't know what was going on. Then he, get, he um, gets them, though, doesn't he? He gets them in a room. He, he grabs them, yeah. Mm. And uh, so here he gets... So here, and then he thinks, right, about, it's a bad time. Everyone else converted. I better get these top three dogs now. Um, <laughs> again, I'll, I'll start with the... I'll start with the least important. Let's go with the boys. <laughs> <laughs> Even at this stage, only three of them left. Yeah. 
We'll just start with the least dangerous. Yeah, who's this guy plan? who appears just to follow Kirk around, <laughs> yeah. moaning? Get the bonkin. what's up with this guy? And his pain is that he d- his dad died, and he couldn't help. Was that it? I think. And no, and he died. No, he he, he was dying, and he yeah. kind of he, he he kind of let him die. He helped yeah. him commit suicide, but then like yes. literally the next day they invented a cure for the disease. But somehow, yeah. as the doctor, he didn't know about even the research that they were doing into the it's, cure for the disease that is that ad that he probably would have been looking yeah. into. And was also against every Hippocratic oath you'd ever take. Yeah. It's like a missing verse from Elanis Morissette's ironic, isn't it, really? <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. It's like killing your dad when they make yeah, a cure. Yeah, when tomorrow they make a cure. Yeah. And isn't that ironic, don't you think? So uh, then he's like, well, yeah, that pain's gone. I'm converted. Yeah. Um, let me go easy, to Spock. Yeah. Um, and Spock's like, I've got no pain. I'm fucking Spock. Yeah. But he's got pain. And it's about his uh, Philand- philanderer dad, <laughs> Sarek. Yeah. <laughs> he's having doubts about this, Sarek. So, what, what is it? He's half human, isn't it? And Sarek's yeah. not impressed with it. Yeah, it's it's a bit rubbish, that one. Like, it's he, had, yeah. he had mated with a, a human, so he did know it was going to come out half. Yeah, I don't know why he's <laughs> surprised. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't a surprise. <laughs> well, no, I guess, actually, if he's got so many kids, he probably can't yeah. remember who he's been buffing. And he, he is got, ambassador got... to Earth, so it shouldn't really repel him, the, the sight <laughs> yeah. of a human. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Maybe Jimmy that. um, gets that weird like space Alzheimer's in next gen. Perhaps he's got that now. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's an excuse for it. Isn't it? No, I'm giving everyone, them, I, I think I the writers have about got that. On this. Yeah. Do you think it's because they had all the good writers on the TV and not on the movie? Or on no, because the, the TV they're completely different staff. The TV staff are all. But anyone they could ask. <laughs> no, no, because that, that's the just weird thing about these films. Please just read the script and tell us what's wrong with it. Is there anything remotely loopy wrong. about this script? Just tell us. <laughs> <laughs> All wrong. It's actually written. The guy who wrote it is a guy called David Loffery, who was brought in by Trek uh, by Shatner to kind of like make it better. But um, I've got it. I wrote it down his his credits. Right, these are his credits. Have you heard of any of these films? Dreamscape, The Stepfather, no. Flashback, Passenger Fifty Seven. No. I think I know that. I oh yeah, that. that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With Wesley Snipes in it. Three Musketeers. This is his, this is post Star mm. Trek though. Uh, Money Train, which is a terrible Wesley Snipes oh, film. Oh yeah. Tom and Huck? No. Lakeview Terrace? Oh, I like Obs- that film, though. That's a weird oh, okay. film. That's, I quite like that, yeah. Obsessed, Penthouse no. North, Nurse 3D, <laughs> which yeah. is an erotic horror thriller, okay. and The Intruder. So, you know, this guy, God knows where Shatner <laughs> pulled him from. Yeah, but God. Very, very odd. But yeah, it's his fault, basically. And no, the thing about this series, the weird thing about Trek at this point is that they are still separate entities like remember that like Shatner didn't want Next Gen to exist he the, the whole original cast think, think Next Gen is a is a joke you know mm. um, well it was like at this point it still was really no this point it's, it's like it's series three where it's you know it's an established because it's got through the, the hard Finding bit at the start yeah totally um, but and that's why it's like a it's like a church and state separation in a way like the, the, mm. the movie things are so separate <laughs> from everything else it's ridiculous really anyway uh so yeah, they've been the point where the laws of physics are different. Yeah, totally. Yeah, <laughs> maybe they do it just to wind up the people on next gen. They're I like, oh, they they, they're so clever over there. Yeah. <laughs> They've got all these rules. Well, yeah, fuck right. your rules. Yeah. <laughs> Get it right all the time yeah. about all our universe. Characters. <laughs> right now, so basically, everyone's taken over except Kurt because um, is it the Klingons are back or they got there? There's a reason that they don't. There's some reason he doesn't get Kirk. I can't what it is. Um, something happens. Kirk does a big shouty speech about you've got to be in pain. I don't know. Yeah, and 
I mean, to be honest, like I am, my notes turn to shit here because the film, the key thing basically is they get to the planet, don't they? They get to the central galaxy. Yeah. Well, they get now they get to a place where there's a load of fiberglass um, rocks. Oh yes, he says that, that God's told him to get through fiberglass yeah. Stonehenge, and there's like this sort of yeah. wizard of, Wizard of Oz type thing. Head, yeah. big head. Head, yeah. And what does God want with a ship? Well, see, I see at this point. It was the first time in the film I thought, but no, actually, this isn't a terrible idea. The idea that there's a entity that's super powerful and it pretends mm. to be God and then people fall for that and then it's like, ha-ha, not really, I'm not God, I just want to take over the world. That's not a terrible idea, but it's an idea that could be done in an episode and probably has been done in an episode, hasn't it? I mean, it must have been. But yeah, I mean, there it, are things like this where there's someone like, using subterfuge to... Yeah, there's loads of. Well, I mean, there are like there this. are powers like Q, who is a god, yeah. isn't he? Pretty yeah. much. Um, the the problem with it is, is that the way they tell it here is that it's a, it's the sort of plot which, given any sort of time or proper analysis, wouldn't hold together in terms of like if the crew was acting normally, they wouldn't just go through into this place to chase this no. god, would they? No. They wouldn't just go on the ravings of a madman who's got some power to heal pain. No. Um, you know, when you live in a galaxy where there's loads of crazy powers going on, you know, mm. Mm. the fact they're very ready to, ready to believe him, other than Kirk, of course. But they've got a very that. 20th century idea of, uh, idea of God. God, sorry, yeah. 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 Yeah, so this God thing, as I said, this is Shatner's sort of idea, and his, his beef with this film is that the whole God and devil thing isn't more clear at the end, which <laughs> is... Do you think... Do you think that's the problem with this film? No. <laughs> You know, if if we'd got a more clear godness, because he was like, "Oh, it's God," and then it turns out it's actually Satan. But isn't it? It's not even his idea because hadn't Roddenberry come up with this idea about a million times before? Oh, just lost Alex. Oh, sorry. Can you not hear me? Yes, you're back. Hello. Go on, sorry, that again. hadn't yeah. Gene Roddenberry come up with this idea before of that, like the Enterprise meet God or that they take on God or something? Hadn't he come up with the idea already? Oh, I don't know, probably. That wouldn't surprise me. Well, yeah, like, I think that was the original <laughs> motion picture idea, wasn't it, to do it? This is just, oh, yes. Uh, yeah, no, you're right, actually. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. So... But again, it just turns out to be an alien entity. Yeah. Of, that's all it is. So when they, they're going in with... They kind of subvert their own ideas of what they're trying to tell people. But this, this is a quote from Shatner, right? Um, the studio suits worried that my story... This is a Shatner's version featuring appearances by both God and Satan would offend a lot of moviegoers. Um, so Harv came up with the idea that perhaps you should alter the story and turn God and Satan into an evil evil alien pretending to be God for its own gain. So that means that Shatner's original idea was they actually did meet Satan yeah, yeah. disguised oh, God. as God. Oh, my God. So when, like, because a lot of quotes like later on from him saying how the end of the film is problematic and stuff like that, mm. but really... They're trying to save something that was absolutely yeah. fucked, aren't they? If he meets yeah. Satan. <laughs> yeah. It's like... That's um, worse. <laughs> yeah. I think Shatner's grasp of reality is a strange one. Like yeah. he's, And also, he didn't he write like, books of his own which aren't canon? Like, Well, he, he gets people to write them for him. But yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a book called Ashes of Eden, which apparently is the his original outline for this film or something. Mm. Um, this is just, this is the quote of him after the fact. This is after it's all gone wrong. Um, we ultimately spend our first 100 minutes seeking God. And then when we finally found him, he looked not unlike a big 100 watt foot floodlight with a face. 
You directed the fucking film. That really hurt us. And to simultaneously muddle through a hastily thrown together ending left us dead in the water. It was the ruination of that film. So, again, he's basically his base of this film being bad is that they took away his idea of Satan and replaced it with an alien. <laughs> Which is not the problem with this film at all, is no, it really? It's no, not more than no. this. Uh, because that, it's just fascinating. that at least keeps it in Star Trek and not in some madman's ravings. Like, yeah, totally, yeah. Like least, he's, yeah, right. yeah, you just write this off as like a bad alien, don't you? Whereas yeah. his ending, you've ruined the entire universe, haven't you, yeah. for everyone? But also, because yeah. so, he starts climbing again, doesn't he? There's more climbing and running. <sighs> yeah. Um, yeah, he, I mean... What, what does it matter what happens here? Basically, because Kirk said earlier on he's going to die alone, hasn't he? That's his whole thing. Mm. And so everyone gets off the planet, and Kirk has to face down this monster, <laughs> and he gets chased by a rock for a bit, doesn't he? Like or a few little rock monsters. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'd... he can fire Who cares? on torpedo <laughs> down at them. Yeah. Because mm. um, they yeah to because sacri- Kirk's going to sacrifice himself, isn't he? Which he doesn't, <laughs> <laughs> and he gets to the line about how he's lost his brother, but his brother's really Spock. I, d- I just don't care. I, I mean, the, the ending is absolutely—you've mm. lost all will to be interested, haven't you? At yeah. this point, no, it's it's, yeah. it's absolutely abysmal. Um, <laughs> yeah, the writing is just—I've lost energy to even talk about it. To be honest, yeah. <laughs> it's just Chris. Have you got any more uh, points about Star Trek you'd like to bring I up? Because I'm, I've I'm done. Most of them. I mean, it's just general. There's loads of loads of errors, loads of just you know you could go to town on it as far as actually what's wrong with it, and also yeah. what it's not even that it's like they've made things wrong to try and because I know why he's done things wrong or made mistakes is because he's trying he's having fun in the process so he thought I oh, will get a joke in here because it doesn't actually yeah. matter that the ship does this because we get our joke out of it and it's like well. N- it does matter because you sh- joke shit <laughs> and you know, this universe still has to make sense. And on top of all of that, it's racist, it's sexist, and it's got all that sort of 20th century William Shatner-ness mm. about it as well. Which, yeah, yeah. And just this sort of all these middle-aged men doing their thing. Yeah. They sort all the Klingons out as well, don't they? For some strange reason. Yeah. They just, Ugh. it just, it just gets sorted. Like it just like this is. Oh, Roger Ebert says the humans and the Klingons seem to join sides after an off-camera speech by a former Klingon leader who had been put out to pasture. Since this leader is identified as having been badly treated by the Klingons in his retirement, how did he suddenly regain the authority to negotiate a truce? And do we really need to see the mighty Klingon reduced to a status of a guest at a cocktail party? <laughs> <laughs> Which is basically the end. It's, it's just a big cocktail party, yeah, isn't it? Totally. It kind of feeds um, into the next movie, that bit. But, yeah. So, I've got one more quote from Shatner because he likes to have the last word and let's, let's let him have the last word. So, a couple of years ago, he um, did a... I think it was Entertainment Weekly. There's a big thing on the internet saying he's apologised to Star Trek V. He's apologised at last. So, this is his quote about what he thinks is wrong with the film again. This is, like, long after the fact. Because yeah. um, I just can't get over the, the this, this guy, <laughs> the nerve of this guy. I got the chance to direct a several million dollar movie, Star Trek V. So he's saying several million dollars. He's like, you know, put the budget down. And I did not get the help I needed. So it's not his fault. He didn't get the help he needed <laughs> in, in allocating my budget. So when it came to shooting the ending, needing a good villain, lots of computer graphics, I'd run out of money. He's already changed his story from before. <laughs> Sorry about that. 
I had to use footage I had already shot and spit on it a lot. I wanted to give the audience earth-breaking granite monsters spewing rocks and fire. Instead, I had a few pebbles in my hand that I threw at the camera. (laughs) So again, he's still doubling down the fact that this satanic thing at the end would be good. And also, it's not his fault because somebody didn't tell him how to manage a budget. So it's not his fault. He's also only saying it's the end. He's blaming blaming it on that the the spectacle wasn't big enough. That's what is is saying was wrong with it but that's not what's wrong with it it's, it's, it's because it's fucking fault. bonkers yeah <laughs> that's no but what is what I think is okay, keep me shutting up because what is this film for me is it is the problem with ego over anything else isn't it yeah this film is led by the ego of Shatner probably to a lesser extent Nimoy and um, DeForest Kelly wanted Kelly. to direct one as well but he saw yeah. he saw this one and he says fuck that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it's just this is the all the as I don't think Alex you summed it up so well with like you're saying it's all the bad things the films before it is it's mm. all the things that that people are having to rein in you know at various points with getting control of this cast of like you know what were were, were, were B list TV actors in the sixties weren't they who've just hit, yeah. hit a lucky streak yeah. that's what they are um, and no there's no one here to say to them no is there you know they they are in charge no. of the asylum it's even more embarrassing that you say like. Um, Next Generation was doing well at this point, so you already had a replacement. It's like, well, in yeah. some ways, it's even these, worse. these old guys have been given the, like a box of toys to go away and play with because they're actually making the Not TV needed. show. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and also, it's it's Ford's fault for being so successful and of having made that deal with Shatner, saying mm-hmm. he had to direct one. That's also mm-hmm. true, true yeah. problem. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it bombed. And you know what? For I think Shatner's good in it, and I think he's funny in it, and I think yeah. he, his character comes through really well in it. And yeah. there's some really nice moments in four. It, yeah. It's just this is this is all wrong. Four four understands that like Kirk only makes sense as a character if you are kind of laughing at him yeah. as yeah. well as with him. Yeah. And and Kirk never got that. And when we get to generation, mm. you see that again, don't you? He mm. thinks that Kirk is the most noble, mm. you know, the, the the absolute pinnacle of man. Mm. But he's not, is he? And, no. and, and Trek's, Trek's best when it gets that, that he is... Okay, he's an action hero, and you're going to go and like, save the day, but he's flawed. And But Kirk mm. just can't get that. He's got a flaw, can he? <laughs> and Shatter I can take it this that. is the more sort of cowboy era of Star Trek, because later on in Star Trek in the series, they even refer to this being the cowboy era where actually yeah. captains did what they wanted, mm. which yeah. is fine. But what was good about 4 is... Every, each crew member had like a job to do to fix the problem, yeah, and they totally. went about yeah. it in as like their character would. Yeah. In this one, they're mucking about, like yeah. I mean, what what has Sulu got to do in this film? What does Sulu do? In this well, film? they make him out to be they're both pair of prats at the beginning, yeah. and then they just completely. Obviously, they're all brainwashed from then on. So you could say, well, there's not much they could have done with that anyway. But yeah. Anyway, the only good thing to come out really is that at least they got Nicholas Meyer back to do Star Trek VI because, again, it's the classic... You know, it's, it's famous, isn't it, that the odd ones are crap and the even ones yeah. are good. It's weird watching it like this because you can just see their brains working. It's just basic, <laughs> like... It's like a binary way, isn't it? It's like, oh, this works, let's do this. Oh, yeah. shit, this didn't work, let's do that. Over and over and over <laughs> again for, like, 30 years. It's just... It's absurd. <laughs> 20 years, sorry, but, yeah. Well, anyway, it's amazing how many got, second but... and third and fourth chances they get, these people. Yeah. Like, well, actually, yeah. nowadays, I'm not sure that would happen. No. Well, that's... The, I mean, that's the strength of the brand, isn't it? The fact mm. that, like... Five being terrible, it's still made a bit of money, so you get mm. six with a reduced budget, mm. and that does really well. So then you get seven with a big mm. budget, that does terribly. So you get yeah, the first, yeah. con- you know, and on and on and on like that. But <laughs> it's just bizarre, isn't it? That it happened. Mm. I mean, it, it, 
the streak breaks eventually, obviously, but that whole up until I think first contact, it, that it's true, isn't it? The odd are crap and the even are good. I think. Yeah. So mm. anyway, that's enough on this. I mean, well, the next yeah, one though isn't even, and I, you know, um, yeah, no spoilers. Six isn't but... amazing, but I think six is a hell of a lot six, better than this. Six yeah. Is, yeah, six is a, it works. Yeah, it's an interesting film. I, I, know, yeah. I, I think I. I think Six is my favourite Kirk, to be honest. I like Kirk in Six, mm. the way they treat his character and that. But let's not worry about that for now. So where are we going to put five? Let's, let's low. have a ranking. In a fucking bin. Very low. <laughs> um, Chris, do you want to go first? Um, sorry, I've, 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 I haven't got a thing up. Uh, Hold on. Uh, I would say something like... Um, something like... Fifty. Um, <laughs> That's way too high. Fifty. Not <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Just that I fucking I think Flash Gordon's a poxy as well. Um, Look at the overall list. Yeah. Okay. Don't focus on individual yeah, films. Yeah. Okay. Alex, have you got? We're a place talking Chris. Yeah, like sort of area, I don't. Aren't we? Sure. I didn't think it was as good as Deep Blue Sea. So like under that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's low. I think it's like I think How the Duck's a better film. It's Crystal Skill sort of area, isn't it? Yeah, right. it yeah. is. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, because like Crystal Skull, it's taken an established world and... <laughs> Shat on it. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so the question is, is it above or below Crystal Skull? Below. <sighs> I think below as Because well. they should have known better. Yeah, they should have known better, actually. Yeah. No, fair enough, they should have known better by this point. Because that was on a roll. We had a big gap just pure between ego. Crystal Skull. Yeah. 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 No, 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 they should have known better. So there we go, 1989's... Star Trek V, The Final Frontier. Beats man's best friend, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's it? One, two, three, four, five, six. There's seven films in the world worst. Man's best friend, The Colony, Divergent, Transformers, Lost in Space, Scanner Darkly, and The Lawnmower Man. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> We've really given Scanner Darkly real. We've given it a right whipping, haven't we? It was bad, though, wasn't it? Yeah. So there we go. Our 94th film is in the list. Um, Good episode, bad film. <laughs> just leave it at that. We went for over an hour on that one. Wow. Yeah. Big trek. Deep trek. That's, yeah, we, we can't help it. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. um, right, let's uh, let's hop into the past and see what we've got for next week. Hi, past me. Here's future me. And this next week, we're going to watch a film that none of us have seen. Because uh, no. we've not done that for a while, I don't think. Uh, it's one I've no. picked. It's 2002's Treasure Planet, which is a Disney animated film, which is kind of famous. Well, not famous, but it is in the way for like being like sort of the the death of like old animated Disney. They mm-hmm. have that resurgence with yeah. Pocahontas and stuff. But this is they are um, obviously Pixar is a big deal at this point, and so Disney are trying to work out where they fit into this new world of animation. And Treasure Planet, which I've not seen, none of us have seen, I believe, no. um, is basically a, a, a sci-fi retelling of Treasure Planet, strangely enough. Oh, okay. So Treasure you, Island. You've got your Jim Hawkins... Um, sorry, Treasure Island, yeah. You've, yes, Treasure Planet. <laughs> yeah, no, Treasure <laughs> Island, thank you. Uh, you've got Jim Hawkins and, you know, you've got... Uh, the same names? Yeah, yeah. Um, All right. What's his name? Captain something. Isn't yeah. it? Oh, Silver. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Uh, no, they're all in it, and it's but told in uh, the term, like the rim planets. All these planets that exist, okay. sort of uh, detached and linked by these big spaceships that look like 
boats, mm. um, basically. So I thought it would be an interesting one to watch. I don't know much more about it other than that. Um, and as we were just saying off-air, but I want to bring up on-air, Chris uh, had a problem with animation. We've just found out that actually Wally was animation. That's what he said. So if you've been watch- listening for a long time, that, that was confusing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because that was the argument no, for no. keeping Ghost in the Shell out of the list. Was no, you, was under- you misunderstood what I said. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you want, I can take you through. Yeah. Is Wally we'll is Wally time. animated film? That's all I need to know. Yes or no? Uh, <laughs> so, I need so yes to look no up what the definition of animation is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, okay. Treasure Island, Treasure Island definitely is. Um, and this is going in the list, so Ghost in the, Ghost in the Shell is valid. Uh, let's watch a trailer for Treasure Planet. they hadn't cast any of the voices at that point yeah because uh, <laughs> no one spoke <laughs> David Hyde Pierce is in it as a, as a um, robot dog cool so okay I'm that's in that's what piqued my interest yeah. really to be honest that's why I was um, yeah a film that, so they don't have to wear space suits then I don't know I guess we'll find out it doesn't look like it no. um, a film that flopped so badly it opened below the Santa Claus 2 <laughs> at cinemas uh, which I think is uh, incredible well uh, Tim Allen yeah yeah he's uh, busting the charts um yeah, I'm looking for uh, Martin Short's in it as well. Okay, I like Martin Short. Yeah, we'll give it a um, go, won't we? Yeah, we'll give it a shot. I don't really like Disney. How do you feel about Disney, Alex? You like Disney films? No, I'm not really a Disney fan. No, not I really. like Robin Hood. That's about it, really. No, what about you, yeah. Chris. I love Disney. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> I think that you know, obviously, this was one of their. This is the down period. What's your favorite Disney film, Chris? Beauty and the Beast. Really? Yeah, the music's amazing. Wow, Great. Alex. Actually, no. Oh. Mary Poppins. Bloody hell. Mm. Should we get Colin mm. on the phone? Maybe uh, think about giving that place <laughs> as the... Uh, as the what's your problem? What's your problem? Alex, what's your favourite Disney film? Um, oh, uh, <laughs> I don't know, like an old... No, yeah, I, I, I prefer like Warner Brothers, to be honest. I was more of a Bugs yeah, Bunny person. Yeah. Me too. In Disney, so... <laughs> Sorry, what is, uh, Space Jam. Suckers. The problem with Disney is that like it's all like very um it's all very twee. Mm. With those very like Aryan. Yeah, those like Nazi undertones, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Rob Robin Hood's the best. Anyway. That was good though. That was an old one though, wasn't it? Yeah, oh that's old. Oh there's a new Dumbo coming out, isn't it? Live like, action, uh, yeah. Uh, Tim Tim Burton. Ugh. Mm. Actually I didn't mind that uh, live action jungle book, that was alright. Oh, I didn't see that. I heard the effects. I don't like these live action remakes. <laughs> you like animation, <laughs> even though apparently it's not been a real art form. Bloody hell. What's gone on? <laughs> is it Chris is an enigma wrapped in a mystery wrapped in an enigma? It's true. <laughs> I've got very specific rules. It's true. <laughs> you need to write them down, they make no sense. So anyway, that's next week's film. I'm sure we'll be getting into the definition of animation yeah, <laughs> further then. Uh, but for now, I'll hand you back to Past Future Us. Bye-bye. Bye. We're back. Thanks, guys. And we really don't know what the trailer is at this point. We're proper, like, <laughs> dipping into the future there, aren't we? Because no idea. It's all been... That's miles getting off. married, so it's all going yeah, it's to... weeks up. away. Oh, spoilers. Yeah, it's, I've ruined it all with a honeymoon. Yeah, but, you um, have. 
Yeah, uh, so we have about eight episodes ahead. But never mind. Uh, Alex, would you like to tell the good folk at home where they can get in touch with Indeed. us? Indeed. Our website is www.sciencefictionratingsystem.com. Uh, it's Twitter at SF Rating System, Instagram, Science Fiction Rating System, Facebook, SF Rating System, and email us at sciencefictionratingsystem at gmail.com and suggest a film maybe for next week. <laughs> and we have a film suggested. Oh, so have we? Just before, just before we go, I've got a little bit of correspondence. Uh, it's from long-time listener Colin, oh, who Colin. you may know from earlier uh, yeah. correspondence. Um, so this is one later in the year, but I'll read it out now. So he says, hi, guys. Say hi, right. Colin. Hi, Colin. Hi, Colin. Nice to hear from you again. I had an idea for a show you could do, and I know you guys wouldn't let a fan down. Twice, anyway. We did let him down before, anyway. Uh, <laughs> in September, in September, we will get Shane Black's Predator. Ooh. Regardless with how it looks, which is awful, by the way, I don't think we can deny how... Am- that was him, not me, this time. He, oh, I thought that was, was editorialising. No, that was actually <laughs> I Colin. I know yeah. when it's you annotating. And- I'll, I'll say Sam says before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is all Colin otherwise. I don't think we can deny how amazing the first film was. We'll oh. have to wait for the rating, won't we? Oh, yeah. So I thought it would be interesting if you guys could watch the two remaining Predator films in a single episode. Ooh. Predator and Predators. Now, <laughs> usually... Predator. Uh, no, no, Predators. With a, with a, no, no, you know, Adrian Brody. Predators. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he says, what was the other one? Predator. Original. Oh, the original. Right. So he says, now, usually watching the first and third film in a series back-to-back would be silly, but in this case, it would be perfect as Predators tries to emulate Predator and can be argued is more of a sequel than Predator 2. It would be interesting to hear you guys discuss mm. the difference in similarities between the two and why possibly one works better than the other. The only thing I say against that is that I think Predator deserves a whole episode Me itself. too. It's a great film. Me too. But, me so what too. I say is we should do Predator one week, Predator's the next. That's fine with me. Yeah, yeah. Predator gets his own show. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, uh, but no, good idea. And it's his birthday at the end of August, so if we can time oh, it for that, okay. that'd be great. We'll so try then. We'll try, Colin. Thanks for getting in touch. If you'd like to be a uh, a featured player like Colin there, um, who did say about coming on the episode, and I said, "Well, no, sorry, you've got the worst opinions of all time." Colin thinks that Predators is better than Predator Two. I is now coming on. So no, yeah. that's not true. But Predators is good though. But but anyway, but anyway. Well, it's not. But anyway, we'll get to that. Predators. Uh, is what? So. Fantastic, that's all. And, Chris is uh, really confused. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll about the same see. film. Why are you just no. saying Predator with an S? <laughs> Predator, <laughs> Predators with Adrian Brody. Not seen yes, that. I know, but he just said it was good. Yeah, it's, I like I Predators, it. yeah. No, it's terrible. Oh, well, I like it. Anyway, regardless. Well, we'll get to that. Um, uh, cool, right, that's the end. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.